Welcome to Jorbundo, that's D apostrophe J-O-R-B-U-N-D-O. This podcast is completely improvised by some of the finest improvisers in Boston, Massachusetts. Editing and sound design by me, Will Janetta. Music by Headlong Snipers. Thank you for listening. This is Jorbundo. Hey everybody, Uh, thanks for coming out tonight. There's been an issue with certain people uh, taking garbage cans in the neighborhood. Um, You know, and as you know, the town. And somebody's stealing my gnomes. Okay, and also Mrs. Winslow's losing some gnomes. And uh, as you know, the town only allots us one garbage can uh, per household. And uh, once you take the one, well, as I like to say in my little rhyme, once you take the one, then all the trash is is not going anywhere. So, Mr. Uh, Mr. Russo, do you uh, have anything to say? I uh, feel like I'm being accused here. I feel like this is clearly an intervention. You all brought me here to your shed to accuse me of stealing trash cans when I clearly don't produce trash. I have zero footprint. I saw him take my trash can. I, mm, Mrs. Butter, I don't touch anything that belongs to you. You're covered in gunk. Now be respectful to your elders, son. Mrs. Butter is an upstanding member of this community. Now at the start of this week, I had an eye on three trash cans, and when I went to the side of my house... Yesterday, I had known trash cans, and I, I could tell that he I'd, did it. I'd like to—I'd like to ask you a question. How did you end up with three trash cans? Well, you know, a, a woman has ways. Now, now Miss Butter, are you—are uh, you admitting that you have uh, come by these trash cans in an illegal manner? I was given permission by a town council selectman who wrote me a permit and said because of the gunk situation in my yard, I could have more cans. That was your son, Dave Butter, wasn't it? The town councilman? He's a good boy. Where is is Dave here? Uh, Dave, are you in the shed? Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Oh, Dave's behind me. I felt like Mrs. Butter. Uh, I'm sorry, you call your mother Mrs. Butter? Yeah, when I'm a... Councilman, I'm a councilman. We're a traditional household. We respect our elders. This has nothing to do with my gnomes. We'll get to the gnome issue in due time, but, uh, you know, first got to find out where these trash cans are going. And I miss Marcus. He's my favorite gnome. I miss Marcus, too. I do, too. He had the cherries. I like the gnome with the cherries. I always said that to you. I just have a question. Is no one going to talk about how there's green smoke coming out of the Griffin's chimney? The green smoke issue. Uh, I believe we tabled that. Yeah, hi, Dave Griffin. Uh... About the smoke, well, we were picking a new pope, and it just oh, it went south halfway through, and we had, to, we had to throw some green leaves in there just so everybody would know, you know, no new pope coming here. So don't investigate the smoke. It's going to keep burning, and there's no pope. For the Vatican? Were you selecting a pope for the Vatican or for your own household? Do you have a household pope? Well, we have, we're a traditional Christian family, and so we pick our own pope every spring. One of my gnomes is a pope. He has a pope hat. I, I, I wouldn't call attention to pope gnome. Because now you're making him a target. So, so please. Now listen, I don't understand why all, every one of you gets your weird quirks. And yet I can't ride my go-karts in the front yard at 7 a.m. Well, first off, uh, uh, I'd like to point out that Mr. Griffin uh, is exercising his religious freedom. Well, what if I belong to the Church of Vroom Vroom? Well, if, if that were a recognized ch- church in the United States, I would certainly recognize your faith, sir. Do you have a catechism of the Church of Vroom Vroom? Pedal to the metal and... Look out, I'm on your level. Yeah, I know what the fuck he's talking about. Thank you, Mrs. Butter. I always knew you were a good egg. Vroom, vroom. Gnomes don't make any noise. They're not problems at 7 a.m. Yes, they're quite peaceful. But I'd like to point out that we're not getting anywhere with this trash can issue. I took the trash cans. I took the trash cans. Is that what you want me to say? I knew it. Is that what you want me to say, Mrs. Butter? I could see it in his eyes that he took my aluminum cans. Uh, why, Mr. Rousseau? I wanted to join the Blue Man Group. So I flipped them all over in my backyard... 
and I've made a sort of uh, instrument out of them. That sounds a lot more like stomp. I don't strap them to my feet, okay? That's stomp. I know what the difference is. I want to join the Blue Man Group. How is this not a violation of the noise ordinance? Well, actually, I do believe the Blue Man Group is a recognized religion in the United States, so he might actually be functioning under religious freedom. My favorite gnome is a Smurf gnome. He's blue. That's great. I'd say all these blue people can get their own cul-de-sac if you ask me. Guys, I have to say, hearing Mrs. Winslow speak has really put a lot of things in perspective for me today. I'm really sorry the way I treat y'all. Life is precious, and I think we can all agree... We need to do the most that we can to take care of each other, and especially her, because she's not well. I'm fine. I just miss my friends. Yeah, I'm going to come clean here about something. I actually took most of those gnomes. I got I got a whole gnome <laughs> Vatican going in the living room, and, well, we've just been burning them one after another, sacrificing them to the gnome god, and that's what most of that green smoke is just the paint peeling off the porcelain. <laughs> my family! I'm quite disturbed by this information. Mr. Griffin, not only are you using religion to kind of get away with his evil doings, but now you've upset Mrs. Winslow, and that cannot stand. Yeah, well, the day of reckoning has come. You don't know how lonely it is until you walk out to your garden, and there are zero gnomes there. Uh, guys, I know that this neighborhood watch thing sounded like a good idea. When we were pitching it, it was like, oh, we could cut taxes. We'll just do all the police and ourselves. But I, I've come to rue that day. I have nothing going on in my life. I need this. Okay, Jackson? You want to come over and burn some gnomes? You want to come over and play trash bongos? You want to come over and play in the gunk? Well, I, I, I hate to duck out early, but Blue Bloods is coming on, and I can't watch it on my DVR because I forgot to ping my cable bill. I vote that we table everything except for the gnome situation. That is just a tragedy, and, and we'll have to move on. Thank you. Thank you so much for caring about this huge tragedy. A family is dead. You know, I'll be honest with you. We're getting pretty close to picking a new pope, and I think it's going to be the Blue Trash Bongo Man, so... Uh, all hail him, and come on over for communion. Pedal to the metal. Vroom, vroom, friend. I miss Marcus, too. He had the cherries. When I'm a councilman, I'm a councilman. And I bounce around with hockey sticks. I cover myself in paint. This October, from the author that brought you... Lance's Regret, Richard Krikus brings you the newest installment of the Cortland Trilogy, Cortland's Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. Marsh, Marsh. Something had to be done. He moved the body. There was a knock at the door. Turns out he was in his own bedroom. Cortland's Marsh. Richard Krikus brings you Cortland's Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. More lies beneath the marsh than frogs and lizards. Cortland's Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. And I said, I haven't been out to this marsh in years. I wouldn't know what to do with a body. Cortland's Marsh. I never went back to Cortland's Marsh after the murder. Maybe I should have. Maybe I shouldn't have. Richard Krikus puts pens to paper and word to sentences like no author of our generation. A true coup d'etat, says coup d'etat monthly. A tour de France for the ages. USA Today. We reviewed this at Harper's Weekly, says Harper's Weekly. Carlin's Marsh. Amazon.com says 1999 or $2 used paperback. Recipient of the totally deservedly 
gold medal from the Lance Armstrong Foundation. Richard Krikus's work is so evocative he is not allowed in the town of Cortland, Massachusetts. Cortland's Marsh. Marsh, Marsh. The sharpest pages you'll ever cut your fingers on. Popular Mechanics. This October, Cortland's Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. Marsh, 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 Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. Marsh, 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 Marsh. Cortland's Marsh. Spellbinding says wizard wizard. Hi, I'm George Rupert, President and CEO of the International Animal Monetary Fund, and these animals need your support. The variety of life on Earth is truly breathtaking. Birds of a feather, furry friends. People, dogs, cats. We're all one species. Alive. Together. Unfortunately. Some of us get the bad end of that alive stick. Meet Trent. He's a soft-shell tortoise. Have you ever tried being a desert creature with the exoskeleton of a jellyfish? That's Trent. Come help Trent, and maybe Trent, that guy you dated for a while, will come back in your life. Meet Barry. He's a sloth with cocaine addiction for less than 20 cents a day. You could help this sloth. Sloths are just like us. Sometimes they want to be the most important person in the room. And sometimes they have to use something up their nose to make them feel that way. Unfortunately, many sloths fall victim to the pressures that are imposed upon them in society. And Barry was one of those sloths. So he had to take a substance to make him faster, quicker, stronger. Guys, this is the fastest sloth you have ever seen. And you would think that would be a good thing but it's very unsettling. I'm gonna be honest, I went clubbing with this sloth and we tore up the dance floor. It was really amazing until I saw that he was bleeding out of his left nostril. When you add cocaine eyes to a sloth smile, the effect is very menacing. Meet Lionel. Lionel was once a happy, plains frolicking giraffe, but Lionel spent the last three years in a two-car garage in Plentywood, Montana. They've been found in trap doors and basements and underneath Attic rafters. I found one in my chimney. I thought it was just a horse. Because I couldn't see his long neck. But it was sticking out of the top of my house. For less than $5 a day, you can help recuperate these giraffes. Call now. Send us all your old mail clippers, and you'll help these more Wow, this is a big mall. Oh, yeah. Hey, sorry. I was late. Yeah. Did you guys pick a place to go yet? No, no. We're still walking around. Oh. Just trying to figure it out. Oh, that's kind of why I showed up late. I, I usually hate being part of these these decisions. Oh, you know, any opinion helps. Okay. I just wanted to go to Left Loose. Left Loose? Yeah, Left Loose. Okay. Well, well I'm kind of a righty. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. This, is, this is exactly why I didn't want to be a part of this. I wanted to go to... McArnold's? McArnold's got shut down last week for E. coli. That's why you want to go there, isn't it? Just have never had it before, and I figured, you know, now's my chance. You guys, they just opened a new Dingo Express down by the arcade. Oh, Dingo Express. It's authentic Australian food, but with a kick. My baby ate a Dingo. I love those ads. That's so funny. Although, my family was uh, marauded by marsupials, so 
they have marsupial on the menu. You could look oh. at it like a revenge lunch. Oh, Steve? Oh, what's up, Jeff? Steve, what are you doing with this mall, man? We're just trying to find a place to eat, man. You guys, you guys just here at the food court? I just want to try out their buffet au lait. I feel like that has a lot of class. It's like French buffet. Yeah? Yeah. Followed by the American buffet? Baguette pizza. And shrimp burgers. Have you guys seen over at Crystal's? They got that salad bar with no lettuce. Oh, it's just dressing. It looks like you think it's a yogurt bar at first, <laughs> it's but then almost it's almost soup. It's, it's almost soup, but yeah. it's not. And no ladles. It's all hands. Yep. You just yeah. scoop it up with your hands. Yeah. They have a lot of napkin. Hey guys. Oh, Jerry. Yeah, it's me. What's up, Jerry? I got some bad news. I heard they just shut down Crystal's. Oh no. Well, apparently you can't be sticking your paws into everybody's soup. I was gonna go pick up some. Uh, some tenders from Chicken Then, purveyors of yesterday's chicken. They take the chicken from Chicken Now and sell it a day later. They have that chicken clock. The, the drumstick shows you what time it is. It's five minutes till chicken later. Have you, guys, have you guys been to Cement Mixers? The smoothie place? Yeah, they serve hard smoothies. They're not good. Have you been to Rubber Palace? No, where's Rubber Palace? It's, you know how this food court looks like? It's a regular food court with a big mirror on the other side? Oh. And how it just goes on infinitely? Yeah, it's yeah, at yeah. the end of the mirror. Oh, I just heard from Crystal. She texted me. How's she doing? How's she doing? Oh, she's got another idea for a store, so she's kind of excited. What's the idea? How excited? She says it's called, one, one at a time, hold on. She says it's called Colonel Oilies. Do they still serve cannolis? No. Oh. Sell recycled popcorn. You guys, I heard they're opening up a, a JF Chang's. Oh, is that is that when they, they have the chicken and they uh, they put it in a little car on your table and they shoot it in the head and then cook it in the back? You heard right. Yeah. But in actuality, there's two chefs with rifles on either side of the restaurant and you think that one is going to shoot it, but then the other one actually shoots it. It's a commentary on a national tragedy as well as a, a delicious bargain meal. Have you guys been to JCPenney's? Yeah, I had a great pair of chinos there. All of their foods are named after... Uh, pants and it's all for a penny they got a corduroy burger that'll knock your socks off the socks are it's, it's a side we should eat at radio shack i thought that place closed like three years ago yeah it did but you can still eat there they left the sign up i don't know guys i'm just thinking about the poorly named jerk it city the jamaican jerk chicken place oh i'm sorry it's jerk it city <laughs> it sounds like the best you guys ever eaten at nordstrom bully what about you guys are totally forgetting fire and nice it's when it's when they bring your food and then apologize and give you free dessert. <laughs> I actually heard the Gapplebee's is really good. I don't know if you've been to there. It's like really moderate prices, but you get you get what you pay for. You know, the booths are so comfortable. They're so soft. You fall right into them. They are fall right into the Gap Gapplebee's. If you guys ever eaten at Claire's Boutique, I swallowed a nose ring there. Guys, we gotta pick a place to eat. You're I'm right. starving. You're right. I, I wanna go to the beefsteak factory. Where they make the beefsteaks that they. Yeah, it's a tour of Iowa. That's what they call it. You know, tours of Italy. This isn't that. You guys, we should eat a game slop. I found a plastic Pokemon in one of my soups once. Eating a game slop. I found a Mad Cat controller in my salad. I found one of the original Xbox controllers <laughs> in a turkey sandwich. I, I, could, I don't know how I missed it. I found a Skylanders. <laughs> you guys, we're gonna miss the movie. Wait, God, what do you guys want to see? Frosty Nixons. I want to see Orange Julius Caesar. Settle for Sabaro for everything. Is there a new Hunger Games out? I was gonna ask about that. Your mouth is messed up. I'm a butter man. I got a salt gravel shake the other day from there that just ruined my teeth. 
Next late November, Daniel Steele releases his newest novel. Crack, crack, crack. A heart-binding thriller filled with romps, tromps, and one or two romances. Westchester's Weekly calls it onomatopoetic. Northchester's Monthly calls it a tale for children and other simpletons. You think I'm driving this car, Betsy? I said. You've got another thing coming, knowing full well she had several things coming. Crack, crack, crack. From the author who brought you such novelistic wonders is smash, bam, and plug it in. Crack, crack, crack. I could tell by the way he was looking at Betsy from across the car that he had forgotten I was in the back seat. But he had a couple things coming to him he didn't even know about yet. Yeah, I knew they were in the front of the car, but I was in the trunk. Little did they know the surprise they had coming when they pulled into the next rest stop. One of the first books written in fourth person. Yeah, I might be the armadillo they hit on Route 64, but that doesn't mean I don't have my own secrets. Crack, crack, crack. Highlights Magazine calls it confusing. Scholastic Publishing says unpublishable. Illiterates Monthly says mailbox. Mailbox, mailbox. I brought it home from the library and my dog would not stop barking at it. Crack, crack, crack. One of Arson Weekly's most flammable publications this quarter. I couldn't put it down, says Glue Enthusiasts Weekly. <laughs> it's deeply troubling, says Bridge Inspectors Monthly. Many readers exclaimed, what is your return policy? Crack, crack, crack. Oh, uh, uh, thanks, said my mom when I gave it to her as a gift. Come back to bed said your mom <laughs> when I gave it to her. Crack, 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 crack. Carlin's Marsh. You walk into a room and see a painted armadillo sitting on a chair. And I wonder to myself, how did you get here? Hi. It's George Rupert again with the International Animal Monetary Fund. Those animals still need your help. Meet Ronaldo. He's a naked mole rat with 20-20 vision. He can see perfectly. Unfortunately, this has left him estranged from friends, family, and all loved ones at the local mole rat colony. Do you know what it's like not to have anyone to discuss a sunset with? That's Ronaldo's issue. For less than $1,000 a day, you can ship Ronaldo from the Bolivian rainforest straight to a shoebox in your home. You can get Ronaldo a disman where he can listen to classical music, something that he can share with his mole family. He likes Stravinsky, Bach, but he doesn't fuck around with Mendel. For less than a $27 gift card a day, you can clothe this naked mole rat. Just make sure it's one of those Target gift cards, because... We've been getting a lot of Starbucks ones, and I just, I think I speak for everyone that naked morons can't do that caffeine. It's too strong, you know? It's a little it's a little bit bitter, and it's a bad aftertaste. We appreciate the thought. Yeah, but no, and the co- their sandwiches are not that great. For a used Xbox 360 game and a console that has yet to be named, you can name a species. You'll help us be safe from Barry the cocaine sloth. Even when he's... Not on the coke, he's coming down from the coke and he's agitated. For a trident and two men inside of a car, we'll put you in the moon. Disclaimer, we will not put you in the moon. We'll put you in the moon. Meet Ulysses, the beakless Mongolian parrot. 
He used to have a beak. Looks like a bird looking away from you. He's super tight with Ronaldo. He got Barry hooked as a joke. Please, don't talk to this parrot because he knows. And he's not going to take it anymore. Bring us ground up beak powder and we'll close all your car doors. You can snort it. Or fashion a beak and we'll erase your student debt. For the price of a Sacagawea and a smile, or a Susan B. Anthony if that's what you're up to, you can help us change the world. For the price of a replica teacup and a shard of the iceberg that destroyed Titanic, we'll touch your face. We'll let you hug a sloth that's on coke and... Uh, be careful. I heard it's snowing in the rainforest. That's code. I heard it's raining in the snow forest. That's code. We'll put you in the goddamn moon. For the price of a dead beaver pelt, we'll send you another dead beaver pelt. Come on, friend. Let's trade. Are these animal tears or human tears or... Give us a trident. Two men, a Buick, and a trident. We'll put you in the fucking moon. For the price of... Open this jar. I can't... Oh, please, can you open this jar? You can have the jar. For the price of a fish, we'll give you a Fisher Price fish. If you steal that Yankee candle from your mom, the one you gave her for Christmas, and then send it to us, we'll lick that mole's eyes. Make him a little bit more blurry for him. Let's go to the moon. We'll put you in the moon. For an expired iTunes gift card and a smashed penny, you can scratch Ronaldo's eyes out. All right, gentlemen, you have been confined to the jury room for your deliberation. I will be back to check on you. In the meantime, you are to talk to no one outside of this room. Please remember that my son has a softball game later today, and I need to get out of here soon. Thank you. I think he did it. Okay. Jeff, is it? Yeah. Oh, Jeff, he wasn't called as a witness or as a suspect, so I don't think we can convict him. Well, you know, he's part of the system. That doesn't mean that he didn't plant evidence, and he could have been in, he could have been in charge of the whole thing. Hey, guys, not for nothing. I read on Yelp, if we get sequestered, we get to stay at the Holiday Inn across the street. I'm not saying, like, we should draw this out too, too long, but I could use a couple nights on a comfortable bed without my husband next to me just snoring away. Will they keep feeding us? Because that roast beef place was fantastic. We all know the guy's guilty, right? Let's just stay here. Hey, Jeff, nothing personal. Is that like a lazy eye? The eye that you're referring to is pointed at the door, and another eye is looking over at the roast beef place out the window. Quick poll, I think, would be a fun thing to do. How many of us think that Jeff is deserving of the tragedies that have befallen him? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll back that up. I, Claudia, will vote a hearty yes, because that man looks so sad. I'm sorry, are we going to talk about how hot it is in here? It's like unreasonably hot. Hey guys, I think we're I think we're off the rails a little bit here. I think let's get back to the topic at hand. Do we or do we not want the bailiff to bring us roast beef sandwiches? Steve, listen. They put the roast beef place right outside the window. And let's be honest, like that's like entrapment. I just want to say I've watched a lot of the movie Entrapment and it is about roast beef. Did that have Glenn Close in it? Yes, she was the one that went through all the laser beams. Who is the better Glenn? Glenn Close or John Glenn, the guy who went to space? I was going to say Glenn Beck. You ever see that Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? That's got quite a couple Glens in it, Jeff, too. shut up! Uh, is this water on the table for everyone, do you think? Boy, it's hot in here. I say that we kill him already because I was promised beef. I'm sorry, miss. I We must have missed you. I have been holding my tongue until this point because I'm ruminating on the death of a possibly innocent man that I would like to see 
just bloodied upon the sidewalk so I could go over there and get some extra prime rare roast beef sandwich from So me. you want to see this man executed in such a way that his blood is all over a sidewalk? I would like for him to be dropped from the space needle and then I'll go to the Arby's right afterwards. I mean, I'm pretty sure the bailiff said we either acquit him or we convict him of bike theft. Well, let's just get the hell on with it then because I'm, I'm looking for a murderer. Can we just go around the room real quick and get a guilty, not guilty uh... For Jeff's lazy eye? And a roast beef? No, for the actual crime. Or Thai food. Can we do guilty, not guilty, roast beef, or Thai food. So it's guilty if we want roast beef and not guilty if we want Thai food? I was thinking two separate votes that we'd run concurrently, but whatever you want. Let's take a vote. I think that's a good idea. As your foreman, uh, let's just go around the room, uh, say your name, and uh, guilty or not guilty. Uh, Let's start with juror number one. I've espoused several times I believe everyone is guilty. One guilty. I'm going to take off my wool coat and maybe loosen my tie a little bit due to it being so hot in here. Juror number two. Ah, juror number two. Claudia yeah, again, for those of you who don't know me, I do believe he is pretty guilty. It's two guilties. Juror number three. Quentin says not guilty. So we have two guilty and one not guilty. Juror number four. Uh, Paige is here. I was just leaning towards guilty, but also uh, uh, Thai food if we're still doing that. Juror four. Thank you. So that's three guilties and one not guilty. Juror number five. And a Thai food. <laughs> and a Thai food. Juror number five. Frank here. Not guilty, roast beef. High five. So we've got three guilties, two not guilties. Don't you think you should be writing this down? No, I have an excellent memory. Uh, I am juror six. I am Steve. I am the foreman. I vote guilty, roast beef, and a high five ten. My name is Violet. Wait, I have to say the whole count again. Well, I just, I wanted to see the blood. Let's eviscerate this sucker. Let's put him on a stick. Juror number seven. Oh, yeah, juror number seven. Sorry, I'm fanning myself over here due to it being very hot in this room. Um, roast beef. Juror number eight. Yeah, based on the preponderance of evidence, I'd just like to say that uh, I believe barbecue sauce to be a more That's superior three guilties, three not guilties, one tie, two roast beef, one high five, one low ten, and one barbecue sauce greater than horseradish. Paige is here. Realize I'm being kind of a stick in the mud on the Thai food. Are we talking Arby's roast beef or like a classy roast beef artisan sandwich? Uh, we're talking about uh, big boy roast beef. Oh, like one of those big boy franchises. It's a big boy roast beef. A big boy roast beef. A big boy roast beef. I will give it consideration. Juror number nine. Well, 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 it all comes down to the talking cat, doesn't it? Actually, I think we have... At least three more jurors, possibly more. I was just taking a nap in the corner, warming myself by the window. Hardly need to warm yourself by the window due to it being pretty goddamn hot in here, guys. Thank you, talking cat. The name is Carl. Yeah, I just happened to be a talking cat. I'm, I just... I, I apologize, Carl. Thought I would call it out for what it was. Uh, let's go down the row here. Uh, I'm gonna vote uh, guilty, certainly. Roast beef. I'm a cat. High five. And uh, I'm going to give a strong vote for barbecue sauce. Thank you, Carl the Talking Cat. Little old peaches again. I got a little confused on which of these groups are mutually exclusive and how many votes do I get? You get one vote. And they're all mutually exclusive. <laughs> well, silly me. I voted for Thai food and not guilty. I guess I just vote for Thai food. So take one away from not guilty and add one to Thai food. Juror number 11. Hello. It's Old Man Withers from the Haunted Amusement Park. Yes. Hold on. Yes. You're not Old Man Withers. 
Holy crap, it's the creature from the Black Lagoon, hiding under Mr. Old Man Withers' mask. Hi, I'm the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, he's suave. I just want to say, uh, I believe this is an innocent man. I don't believe in putting people to death ever under any circumstances. Uh, the sanctity of human life is a precious thing to all He's suave and progressive. Whatever happened to a jury of our peers? I think I speak for everyone here when I say the creature from the Black Lagoon is more of a person than Jeff Levelby. Uh, did someone call for Jeff Levelby? I'm uh, Jeff Levelby, juror number 13. Juror number 12. Sometimes I get my twos and threes confused as well. Peach is here. Sometimes I get all my numbers confused because I, I only have one eye. So we're currently at six guilty, three not guilty, one tie, three roast beef, two high fives, one low ten, one medium, three, and two for barbecue sauce. You know, I had a change of heart there in the you last... You can't change your vote. No, but I just... Jeff, I realized partway through that, you know, that bailiff didn't do the axe murdering on account of I did. I would like to vote for myself. I think we've come to a decision. We're all staying at the Holiday Inn tonight? That's right. This episode of Jorbundo features Bill Fryer. I couldn't put it down, says glue enthusiasts weekly. Kate Hopkins. Gnomes don't make any noise. They're not problems at 7 a.m. Ryan Piranunzi. For the price of a Sacagawea and a smile. Or it's Susan B. Anthony if that's what you're up to. Matt Fear. Yes, she was the one that went through all the laser beams. Ben Walsh. Can we do guilty, not guilty, roast beef, or Thai food? Brian Marshall. I found one in my chimney. I thought it was just a horse. Chris Madden. I miss Marcus, too. He had the cherries. Ben Clarendon. Well, 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 it all comes down to the talking cat, doesn't it? Brian Holmes. For a trident and two men inside of a car, we'll put you in the moon. And myself, Will Janetta. Special thanks to Headlong Snipers for providing us with music. Promotional artwork by Marty Mercado. This has been Jorbundo. That's D-apostrophe J-O-R-B-U-N-D-O. Thank you for listening.